to the PHLY Phillies podcast. We are beyond excited to get this thing up and running and off the ground. I am Jamie Lynch. Some of you may be familiar with me from previous uh, journeys in life, uh, and I'm very excited to introduce uh, a co-host with myself, Renee Washington, who is another local girl, soccer phenom back in her day, and we're going to be hosting the PHLY Phillies podcast. Just to give you a quick little rundown, we're going to be live uh, in an hour a day, sometimes pre and post game show uh it's going to be great we're so excited on the youtube screen right now is a little bit of a schedule for this week uh the beauty of the internet renee is we get to go with the ebbs and flows of the team and we are being thrust right into the start of a red october here in philadelphia things are real they're real quick and every game matters renee i couldn't be more excited to be here hosting a philly show with you Jamie, you got me pumped up. I'm right. I'm I'm thrilled that it's finally showtime. The long-awaited kickoff of our show is here, and for us to have a chance to break down to talk about the Phillies, the the end of the regular season, getting into Red October, and also just to be able to talk about the team that we love and the sport that we love. So for those of you that are tuning in, let us know in the chat where you're joining from. You know, we're we're Jersey. Yeah, New not Hope. far from you. I grew far. up not we far grew at up all. in the area. I'm a Ewing, New Jersey native myself. Played soccer at Washington LaSalle, Crossing. Through and through in the area. Yeah. You know, born and raised, covered the sports, played the sports, and now we're talking about the sports even more. Yeah, the Phillies were my first love. Um, you know, Mike Schmidt and, and the gang back in the day. Mike Schmidt made me love baseball, and they torment my soul at times, but they bring me as much joy as any team ever so i'm so excited to be here and and we're throwing right in the fire because it's real there's only two and a half weeks left of the season and then it's a red october i hope we're doing pre and post game shows live into october and hopefully early november and there's a lot we'll get to in today's show uh you know so maybe some pitfalls maybe some things that are going well i can guarantee you this there's not going to be any BS manufactured <laughs> opinions for callers. We're going to be live, local, and genuine. And, you know, everybody here, uh, our staff is incredible. Uh, big shout out to the DNVR, PHX, and CHGO crews for helping us get up and live and off the ground. The excitement is palpable here in the building. We're so pumped to be doing this. And, you know, the Eagles are just starting. Sixers and Flyers got a little time before they get going. We're right into the playoffs, Renee. So we're just going to hit the ground running. And I think we're going to have a great time doing it. And we're oh, going to have yeah. some great guests. Uh, you know, we're, we're going to evolve as we go and only get better. That's the thing. Right into the thick of things. There's no, there's no easing in. We're jumping right in, full steam ahead. I love the fact that we're seeing in the chat right now so many people that are just as excited as we are and to see all the followers subscribers the likes the comments that have come through since we officially announced this morning has been tremendous keep the love coming but as you mentioned it's such an exciting time to follow the Phillies and talk about the Phillies right now I mean we're not talking preseason we're no. not talking training we're not talking Florida we're talking closing out the regular season getting into red October we all remember how exciting it was last year so oh my god as you talk about we've got plenty of shows whether it's a show that's in the middle of the day like right now while you're grabbing some lunch and maybe uh, sipping a coffee or whatever yeah. your beverage of choice is or those pregame postgame shows that we're going to have all the raw emotion with just the, the fun of the game. So yeah. I'm looking forward to it. And this Phillies team is fun. Look, it has its, um, you know, its pitfalls like most rosters do. But last year, I mean, 
every morning I was listening to Dancing On with my, my own with my girls, and you know my my oldest who's four now was yelling Schwarbaum, go Phillies, fanatic, and like to me I'm gonna be on my deathbed remembering how special that was last year, and everybody got a little taste of it, and now we want more, and we want the ring, and we want Bryce Harper to be there with Mike Schmidt as the greatest Philly of all time. He needs hardware to get it done, and the reality of the situation is. This window's open for a long time, but these guys, you know, they're in their prime. This team is in their core. They got great vibes in that locker room, and they're talented as hell at the end of the day. So, you know, it's go time for these guys. They know it. We know it. And it's just going to be all about how they show up here in the final two weeks and entering the playoffs. And this series with the Braves, we'll recap the Marlins over the weekend because that did have some big playoff implications. Oh, yeah. Uh, but yesterday, look, all I really wanted in this series was a two and two split. That's it. The Braves are the best team in baseball. They're a powerhouse. The Phillies aren't scared of them, as we learned last year in the playoffs. All I was looking for was a split. Game one, you got the Bryce Harper heroics. You felt like it was really going to happen again. And then the bullpen, and we'll get into all that coming up here in a minute. You know, it was a letdown, but luckily game two, bounce right back, get the win. And now Zach Wheeler is in a big spot today. Your ace oh, yeah. is on the mound versus their ace, Max Freed. We'll get into the nitty-gritty of that matchup in a little bit. But, you know, this is a big one because you have an opportunity to take a series now at home from the best team in baseball. Yeah, and honestly, a doubleheader in general is always very tough. And that's something that Rob Thompson was talking about. Just the physical wear, just the quick turnaround. You have to have a short-term memory. And as an athlete, that's really difficult when you drop a game and you had it. You had It's a winnable game. You drop it. Bryce Harper has everybody excited with that two-run homer. And we're all thinking, okay, the Phillies can can squeeze out game one. And they, they fall. But... The roller coaster of game one that led into game two, what I loved is the quick response. The early inning, you come out, you're getting your scoring runs from the jump, and it's a completely different game. And it's like, let's let go of game one. Let's be ready to get right into game two. It's the, the Brandon Marsh chef's kiss of we're, we forgot about it. We're a team that's primed for the postseason, and that's something that all of these guys talk about, just being so resilient. And when you look at that, you drop a game by two runs, you come right back, you win 7-5, and now you split the, the doubleheader going into an exciting game tonight. So, yeah. love that. Real exciting game. And, you know, to for back of a, a lack of a better term, I'm going to steal one from Bill Rafferty here. Uh, baseball, and especially playoff baseball, it's all about onions. you got to have a double order of onions. Oh, yeah. You need those clutch two-out hits. You need just timely play because the talent is there. When you look at this lineup, especially what the bottom of the order has given you this year, you know, Bryson Stott has just been unbelievable. And he's kind of like the cherry on top of the Sunday because you paid for that real talent and Bryce Harper showed you yesterday this guy's got onions the way he showed up last year in the in the playoffs and Bedlam at the bank it was just some of the most magical Phillies feelings I've ever experienced in in my time being a Phillies fan which is I'm aging myself but a long time now <laughs> um, and it's it's just this team has something special the question is can they write the ship to, you know, realize their potential because the potential is huge. I think that's the biggest thing is that every game, every moment, every inning, honestly, there's a different player that's stepping up. And you talk about stop. We talked about Bryce Harper. Obviously, Trey Turner's been fantastic. Um, Craig Kimbrell comes into the second game, closes out against the team that drafted him back in 2008, comes out huge. And we've been talking a lot about the bullpen. Well, hey, that's a great way to respond when you have your pitchers that are able to close out and, and do exactly what we saw Kimbrell do. Craig Kimbrell to the rescue. But I will say overall, you want to see these players for everybody across the Phillies roster really coming into their own from the bullpen to how they're hitting to getting on base to making sure that they are playing consistent and just staying composed this is such an emotional time of the year because you see the wild card race we're all talking about it every day oh how close it is and how it's coming down into the wire and every game is so important okay well for them they just got to take it one play at a time one hit at a time one catch at a time one out at a time and making sure that they're staying locked in because we all know red October is the end goal but you don't get there overnight you've got to just keep chipping away to make sure you're hitting peak Phillies baseball come October yeah and Sean Melody shout out old friend of mine what up Sean in the comment section and look 
the PHLY Phillies podcast, we, we have the honor of hosting it. This is all about you guys because we're Phillies fans deep down in our hearts and souls. You know, we're, we're fans that get to do a really cool job, analyze the game, be informative, be fun. Sean Melody says the bullpen is a liability this year, and he's absolutely right. And when you bring up Ken, Craig Kimbrell, he's not the obvious answer for team MVP this year. But to me, I absolutely think you can make the case he's been their MVP because Alvarado and Sir Anthony and some of these guys have had ups and downs and kind of, um, I don't want to say unreliability, but it's just kind of like you don't know what you're going to get when. But Ke Craig Kimbrell, if he wasn't there to, to be the save guy and to write that bullpen, you're probably not the leader in the wild card race right now. Craig Kimbrell has been a phenomenal signing by Dave Dombrowski and crew to have a big game guy like that at the back of the bullpen has, you know, for $10 million, it's the best damn deal the Phillies have made in a mm -hmm. long time. And you know what else makes this game two win so important besides you split the double header is the fact that when you look at the Marlins series, which I hate to even bring up guys, still salty about that, should have won that series. But you look at the Marlins series, you look at this brave series, you're playing against opponents that are either locked into at least a playoff spot or knocking on the door trying to clinch a wild card spot. So in addition to wanting your bullpen, which we're definitely going to get into, and, and your hits to be really coming into form, you want to make sure against playoff teams, you're showing what you can do, that now you have that confidence. We're all excited after the game. You're, we're, it's snacks. It's post-game interviews with smiles. It's us cheering. It's, it's us excited. And we want to have that same feeling, that high energy going into the next game versus after Sunday when you are coming in the next day like, oh, here's what we got to do. You're scratching your head about all the things that the Phillies need to change. So to, have the, to ride the wave, so to speak, and to keep that momentum going, it's huge at this point of the year, especially to win those games that just show, hey, the Braves might be a favorite. No, they're not. We are, we're a favorite as well. And they're not we're afraid of the Braves. Why. Yeah. We're not afraid of the Braves. We're going to step up. We're going to split the series. doesn't matter if we drop game one. Coming back, we're going to win game two and game three. I'm knocking on wood for that one. Yeah. And, and the <laughs> chat is blowing, blowing me up a little bit here. Chris Miller, I'm sorry. Everybody else, I'm sorry. <laughs> Hoffman has been spectacular. Let me get that out there. Matt Stram has been spectacular in high leverage situations. Now, uh, Renee, you're going to learn this about me. I'm a bit of a stat nerd, especially <laughs> when it comes to baseball. I love kind of deep diving stats. And as a good friend of mine, Anthony Gargano would say, uh, stats don't paint the whole picture, but they can tell a story. So I, I'm not going to be a guy that lets stats rule my day. But in baseball in particular, I love the deep dive of stats because I think you can really kind of pull something out of it. And Matt Stram, <laughs> or Strom, excuse me, you'll learn this about me. I occasionally butcher names. I'll try to correct myself. I'll put myself in the cone of shame, which is something we're going to get to over time. Um, he's been phenomenal in high leverage situations. The problem is Rob Thompson keeps using them as a multiple inning guy and his numbers if you look at it high leverage stuff phenomenal multiple inning stuff not as great so I think with Sir Anthony's struggles right now mm. I think he, Rob Thompson I like I kind of have my my uh, microscope out and I'm hyper analyzing all of these decisions in the bullpen last night you know when uh, Michael Harris went yard last night deep uh, you know, I was, my phone started blowing up. Oh, the bullpen again, the bullpen again. Luckily, you know, they had enough runs and they were able to protect it and close it down. And Craig Kimbrell came in and, and got, got it done. Uh, but the bullpen has been good in spots with Hoffman and Strom and, and, and Kimbrell. But right now, Jose Alvarado and Sir Anthony have the potential to be great, but they've kind of given you a little bit of worry uh, you don't know what consistency you're getting out of those two guys. And there's nothing you can do about it because you need them. But this is where I turn my attention to Rob Thompson. Does he have the magic touch to push the right buttons with this bullpen? And, and I really do think he has to consider taking Sir Anthony right now out of some high leverage situations. And I'll stat deep dive that in a second with you. Uh, but, you know, I really think Rob Thompson is crucial in how he handles this bullpen. Well, before I put my coach's hat on and we talk Rob Thompson, I want to just shift to you because uh, Brian Berkey just g had a great comment. What I up, Brian Berkey? You can't quote Gargano and not do the Gargano voice, Jamie. Uh, <laughs> stats tell the picture. Or don't paint the whole picture, but they will tell the story. That was a bad Anthony. I'm sorry. I don't know. He caught me off guard, Brian Berkey. <laughs> 
and he and he's around maybe. Uh, so you know, I, I, he might you know tackle me into a wall. He might Terry tape my ass. You know, I so, do feel uh, like it's hard to <laughs> mock somebody when they're in listening yeah. distance because if they come in and are like, wait a minute, yeah, that's yeah. not how I talk. I, I can do better. I can do better. That was uh, you know, I'll give myself a couple lashes on that one. Oh man, oh man. But look, honestly, um, the rotation of the bullpen all season has been something that we've talked about. You know, how long do you keep pitchers in? How many innings are you preserving them? Are you managing them, trying to make sure that they're not, you know, as the longevity of the season goes on, feeling that wear and tear? But I do think it, it's hard. You, it's as a as a manager, you're trying to guess. Okay, is it the right time to pull? You know, you look at Ranger Suarez, who's six and a third inning of no hits. Do you keep riding that streak? Do you Oof. keep that momentum going? Because at some point, we're all human. At some point, you're going to dip down. It's going to change. And obviously, for Suarez specifically, you're managing a, a much more long-term in terms of injuries, making sure that Suarez is healthy. So I fully understand the struggle, but it definitely at this point in the season, we need to see Pitchers that are finding their rhythm. Whatever, whenever your name is called, when it's your time to step up to the mound, you you have to be ready to deliver. There's yeah. no fans or buts about it. Yeah. Like there, I, I know there was the it's the rotation, it's too much downtime, it's too this it's excuses at this point. You need to be ready to deliver when you step up to the mound. You are this is your role. This is where you can help this team be better. And whether it's the closer or you're coming in the sixth inning, you've got to be ready to, to do your job as pitcher and be the able to lift the Phillies to be the top team that we know they are. Yeah, and Soto last night gave, gave everyone heart palpitations <laughs> when Michael Harris took him yard. Uh, it's, it's, it's not uh, a fun situation when the bullpen starts to, to bleed a little bit there for you, uh, but it's something, you know, they, they got it right. Uh, let's talk about the offensive side of the ball before we deep dive the bullpen because obviously it's a two-way game. You got offense and defense. Uh, duh. This is why you come here for that great insight right there. <laughs> uh, but the offense has been after the month of August where they were absolutely insane, setting franchise records for home runs in a month. Uh, they had uh, a runners in scoring position team average of 303 in the month of August. Now that's dipped down uh, a little over 200 now with runners in scoring position. And when we talk about, you know, onions and clutchness and baseball, it's such a hard sport because, you know, look, most great hitters fail seven out of every 10 times. So it's tough. Uh, but the Nick Castellanos's of the world have to stop being so aggressive and maybe see some pitches. And this is where Kevin Long, uh, you know, the hitting coach of the team, maybe he needs, and I'm not saying they don't put in work because Castellanos puts in work, man. Him and Kevin Long, he's done a great job when you look at Brandon Marsh and Bryson Stott and some of these young guys that have really elevated their games. I'm not critiquing him at all, but it's something with Castellanos in particular, he's in the four hole. He's in the cleanup spot. He's in the big boy seat. And the way he's kind of flailing at pitches and not being selective lately. You know, the series in San, in San Diego, he ground into three double plays and like four pitches or whatever it was, was just so aggravating. They really need to, you know, right the ship a little bit here in September. It's only been 10 or 11 games or whatever it's been, but you're seeing a lot of excluding yesterday because plenty of runs were scored yesterday. <laughs> you're seeing some, some poor approaches at times, and you can't have that in your four hole. You can't. And honestly, we saw in the early parts of the summer when hitting was something that was inconsistent that we were actively talking about. August, things turned around, 6.7 runs per game. You know, you look at that home run, the amount of home runs that were hit. And it felt like the Phillies were moving in a direction that offensively, this is going to be an area we don't have to question anymore, you know? And then you get into September, that number drops down in the first 10 games, 4.6 runs per game. That number completely changes. Um, and now all of a sudden we're back to wondering, wait a minute, can the Phillies deliver? And as you talk about it, for anybody that's batting, you have to have the composure, the patience. You're not reaching. You're not getting out of your stance. You're not shaky. You've got to be steady in how you're, how you're hitting balls out and getting runners to score. You know, that's something else that we talked about Sunday. One of nine runners scored where there's, you have guys on base and you're not getting them home. So that's when we talk about the bullpen issues, yes, that's an, an area of concern. But also on the other side of the, of the ball, 
It can't just be Bryce Harper, Mr. 300 and counting. It can't just be Bryson Stott who steps up, Trey Turner who steps up, all the way through the lineup. It's got to be, like you talk about, Nick, Alec. It's got to be everybody that we're seeing that is finding ways to make sure they're they're getting hits. Yeah, getting, and uh, helping score runs. Alec Boma uh, leads the team with runners in scoring position average. You know, he's... He's had a phenomenal year. And when you look at the daycare, the Phillies, uh, you know, I'm going to go to the rooftop. We have a beautiful view uh, of the city here in our Center City Studios, which, by the way, if you're looking at this on YouTube, how cool is this freaking studio, right? <laughs> Shout out to Eric, the, the creative designer of All City. I mean, that wall is awesome. And I told him when he, when he put it up and I saw it, I said, dude, you didn't put John in it, so it's a home run already because I'm Johned out. Nobody actually says John that much. So there's no John on the wall. We got I got my no conjoined John. twin dog head right here. Uh, from the Super Bowl <laughs> run. So, you know, this set is awesome. We're so excited to share it with you and everyone. But the daycare has been, you talk about bright spots for the team this year. Oh. I mean, Brandon Marsh, Bryson Stott, Alec Bohm, uh, you know, the Wet Bandits, they have been, after every game, you just kind of sense it. And, you know, we're going to get into, like, our bad takes in time. I've been a huge anti-Schwarber leadoff guy. I'm not getting into all that today. But what he does bring to the locker room is, I don't know, it's something special because they all talk about Schwarber uh, as though he's the president of that locker room. Him and Reese kind of run the show, and Schwarber brings like a camaraderie, a specialness, let alone, you know, World Series experience and all yeah. that stuff. You see when the way they, they, they treat the daycare and the way they're having fun, it's a close-knit team, uh, and it's, it's, it's got special vibes. They just need to to put it together here in the final two and a half weeks of the year. And from a talent standpoint, I mean, the Braves are the best. They're the best in baseball. They're an absolute machine. I mean, the two MVPs of the National League this year might as well be Ronald Acuna Jr. and Matt Olson. They're that good. And today, you got Max Fried versus Zach Wheeler. I mean, this is, this is baseball heaven, this matchup today. Uh, but, you know, this, this offense, they can be as good as the Braves. They might not have the home run potential, uh, right now with Harper kind of, you know, playing his way back into form and missing Reese and all. But, man, if you had Reese Hoskins right now, which yeah. they should have, oh. and I miss Reese. Uh, Reese is one of those guys I didn't realize how much I missed him until he was gone. And this offense has serious power, but you can't have that four-hole hitter grounding in double plays all the time. They, they need to improve that, and hopefully that's something they can. Yeah, I mean, before I jump into that, as we talk about the just the vibes and the way that the studio is, it's it's similar to what we feel in the, with the Phillies in the clubhouse. You know, we are it's it's not fake here. We're not having the the fake Philly words that people say. John, it's a Philly thing, the worn out things. <laughs> it's not fake. I mean, from our studio to even what you see in the clubhouse, I feel like there's consistency there. Yeah. And that it's authentically Philly. It's authentically it's it's community based. It's family oriented. It's genuine. It's a love and passion. Passion, and you see that same passion here behind us. And as a Big Five graduate myself from LaSalle University, yes, we are getting more Big Five and co uh, Philly College Sports things. <laughs> I, I see know the Penn the State hate rolling I in. I see the Nittany Lions hate <laughs> is rolling in there. And we are definitely going to be getting some Big Five love. Look, it's still, this is episode one. I mean, we've got time yeah. here. Give us a break here. And I but hate to, to, to break come. it to the Penn State haters <laughs> out there. Drew Lar is real. Abdul Carter, LaSalle High, he's an absolute stud. So there is going to be some Penn State football coverage. Absolutely. You know, there's probably going to be some Big Five coverage in time. So just, it's Stay day tuned. one. We'll get there. We'll get there. I understand the Penn more State Philly hate. More stuff to come. More Big Five things to come. I've been advocating for it myself as a soccer player. I've been advocating for more union swag. We want more Philly stuff. We got it coming. More to come. But... The point that I'm really trying to make is the authentic passion that we bring is the same thing that you feel for a lot of our fans here in the chat and the, those tuning in, but also in the clubhouse for the Phillies. Absolutely. They, I've, I've been in the clubhouse. I've been down there in the dugout, and they are having fun. They, I mean, obviously, nobody enjoys losing. I'll be the first person. I don't care if it's cards. I don't care if it's, if it's a game, whatever it is. I don't want to lose. But this team picks themselves up, and that response of a quick turnaround to split the doubleheader, to come back out, let go of, of game one, come out, get the job done in game two so that you can go into today with a one-on-one -on -one split, and then also just the way that they're, they're, they're lifting each other up, as you talk about. Mm -hmm. You know, yes, we've all had questions about who should be leadoff. We've all had questions about the bullpen. Sure. We've all had questions about hitting. 
I would imagine that there's always going to be something that we have questions around. That's why we like to watch the game. Yeah. But the good thing is this team is sticking together. They are very resilient. They know how to bounce back. And this is a group that absolutely can go the distance. Ed Wright has a suggestion for the studio. He says we should get a Flyers trash can. <laughs> oh, Ed, you're not wrong. But they're going to get better, Ed. Uh, and shout out to Susie Hunter from our DNVR staff who covers, covers the Rockies, a Philly girl in the chat, blowing it up. She says she misses Reese's Pieces and Penn State can shove it. So good to have Susie in here with us. I know she's a Phillies fan deep down inside there. Um, so, you know, it is special and, and it's a fun time of the year and these games matter. So let's get to today's game. Well, Jamie, before we actually get into that, I know we've been talking a lot about like merchandise and things. And I know I'm, I'm very big on merchandise. I'm not rocking anything merch today, but you've got the Phillies hat going on. I do on. have the Phillies so hat. So yeah. FOCO actually is really great. And let me just tell you guys, about FOCO, the, where you can be able to search for sports and entertainment, merchandise, it's apparel, accessories, toys, collectibles for all ages. You can check out the leading manufacturer of sports and entertainment merchandise, and they've got officially licensed gear, the authentic sports gear. We all don't, you know, we, we don't love the knockoffs, but the authentic sports gear, and they have all the hookups for you. So you can use the code PHLY, which is P-H-L-Y, simple enough. And you can be able to check out the awesome pieces that they've got. Foco always has our backs here in Philly, and they have yours too. So get the best gear so that when you go out to Citizens Bank Park, Wells Fargo, the link, wherever you're going, you can be rocking your favorite sports teams. And for all non-presale items, use the promo code P-H-L-Y for a nice 10% off. So nice. it's like Christmas. It's like the holidays here. We're kicking off shows. We're giving out discount codes. And you can get your gear for yeah, 10% off. Yeah, and uh, this is a lot of fun. It, and it exists because of the fans. And look, Trey Turner signed in Philadelphia because he saw the passion that we brought to Citizens Bank Park last year. Everybody did. Free agents saw it. Fans saw it. It's real. It's different here. I'm, I don't have to pat you all on the back. We know it's different <laughs> here. I've been to stadiums all around the country. I've been to football stadiums all around the country. You have as well. It is different here. Even the DNVR people who are helping us you know, get off the ground here are like, Y'all are sickos. I always tell people it's not that we're the worst sports fan base. We are the most passionate sports <laughs> fan base because I have been to plenty in the course of my career. I have covered so many games, so many stadiums and arenas. And I'm, and I'm like, what is this? Like, yeah. It's the golf clap. No knock on golf. It's the golf clap. Like, ah, yeah. well, that's not how we do things here. We're, we're tailgating. We're going to boo you. We're going to let you know how we feel. We're going to cheer for you and give you standing ovations. We are going to let you know how we feel. And if you don't, like us Philly sports fans do not care but yeah. it's because we're passionate not controversial yes <laughs> and you the people in here talking the the Jeffs the golf's nuts the Eds everybody Michaela I see all you people in the chat this is awesome we exist because of you and for you so a little bit about what we're going to be doing here so we'll be live on YouTube for an hour most days sometimes pre and post game Renee's going to be doing some union stuff I'll be doing some Eagles game day stuff with Zach and Bo uh, but we exist for you with you we want to be alongside you we want you to be a part of this so every day after the live youtube uh, an hour long you know podcast will be posted that podcast can be found at spotify at apple pods at spreaker wherever you get your podcasts it'll be there for you and it's called the phly phillies podcast the phly eagles podcast Yada, yada, yada. I don't need to name all the teams. <laughs> Flyers, Sixers, Union. I think you guys are getting the uh, the drift of it here. So that exists. We have a diehard fan base membership where you can get some free merch every year. You can join the Discord. We're going to be doing some awesome tailgate events. And because we are Philadelphia, we know what's up. And we got Vince from Philly Sports Trips. He's going to be partnering with us here at All City, hosting some of our tailgates and parties. And guess what? It starts this Thursday because we got a huge game versus the Vikings. So if you want to head to the website, allphly.com, you can find all this information. Allie, our very talented producer, is flashing up the official tailgate there. I'm so happy Vince and Philly Sports Trips are a part of this because I've been on several of their trips. Renee, we'll get on, on one in time, hopefully a World Series trip. Oh, yeah. um, but Vince and, and Bob, his partner, they do it right. 
that we're going to have you covered if you're looking to come down Thursday night. So check out the website. You'll check out our socials. We're going to be flooding the area. So you can become a diehard member, get Discord and special access to all these cool events we're doing. Eric, our creative designer, I talked about the all, the wall art over here. Wait till we get going with the t-shirts and hats. This dude is talented as hell. We already have some stuff up live that you can purchase. If you become a diehard, you get a free uh, piece of merch every year. So this is just a small sample of kind of what we're going to be doing. Uh, Ali is scrolling the store right now. That's only going to grow and get more awesome as we go here, especially right now with Red October coming up with the, you know, the birds firing up. It's a great time of the year in sports. Uh, you know, I was sitting there on my couch on Sunday with Scott Hansen in the red zone. I was getting the tingles. <laughs> I was ready for football to be back and we're going to be doing Phillies, you know, the playoffs, all that. The merch store is going to blow up and I really believe in Eric and we're going to put out some great stuff and it's all for you. Uh, this is all with you. We want you guys to comment, interact, you know, please roast me when I'm wrong. You know, we, well, you can throw challenge flags at me, I, you know, whatever. Just have fun with us. We're going to be here for you each and every day. So that's just a little synopsis of what All City's all about. Uh, and I just can't wait to get going here. And uh, I saw somebody ask if they're late. You're not late. No. In fact, you're never late. You won't miss anything. If you miss us live and you don't get a chance to comment in the chat live and join us for the conversation, you can always check us out across podcast platforms. Yeah. So the beauty of this is you will always have a spot to catch your favorite Philly sports content, whether it's Phillies Talk With Us, Eagles, Sixers, Flyers, Union, other shows to come. But there's plenty of Philly sports content. And as Jamie was just talking about, yes, we're going to be talking, you know, throughout the course of the week, but also giving pregame and postgame shows as well. So that right after, I mean, last night would have been a great day for a nice postgame show. Yeah. But hey, that's why you can join us tonight instead, because now after the Phillies knock off the Braves and take the lead in the series, we can come back here. We can talk it over. We can have our initial reactions and have fun with it. So always yeah. a chance to catch us. Yeah. And, and guess what, Renee? We've already gone international. My man, Sam from England's yes. in the chat. Yes, Sam, we got international shipping. We will hook you up for sure. Uh, but it's awesome. Look. Uh, Philadelphians never really leave Philadelphia. They might live out in Scottsdale or, or <laughs> smoking the doobies out in Cali or wherever they really? are, but they never <laughs> leave Philly. So this is a great way for us to keep you, tu you know, tuned in. I have cousins in Utah and California. We're going to bring you that home flavor that, let's face it, traditional media cannot. So it's all about you guys. We freaking love you guys. We're so excited to get this going. So share it with friends and family out of town, uh, especially because I know you diehard sickos are going to be here with us locally. But if you got friends and family that miss it out of town, please share, like, subscribe, you know, all that good stuff. And it's a great time of the year. It really is. We're so excited. Jamie, like you said, not only um, are we able to reach so many people, but they can reach us like in the chat. I'm, I'm seeing some excitement to be able to roast you. Yes. People are looking forward to being able to roast you. And there's oh, yeah. nothing wrong with that because you know what? Our takes are not always correct. Oh, we no. might say one thing, I might say the sky is blue, and you might think it is yellow, and yeah. that's okay. <laughs> but we are fine with you guys talking back to us, sharing your ideas, because this is an open conversation between us two, as well as you, to be able to join in and roast away. I'm yeah. always right, though. No, I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's just well, how I'll it goes, be bringing but. in my cone of shame for all the times I'm wrong. Uh, like, like Kyle Schwarber as the leadoff hitter. Look, do I like it deep in my, my baseball soul? No, I hate it. A guy that has more home runs than singles to me should not be the leadoff hitter. But he's 63rd in baseball and on-base percentage. Something seems to work. And I think the reason it works is because the bottom of the order, your seven, eight, nine hitters yeah. have been coming up clutch and huge. And, and they're kind of getting on base and resetting the lineup in a way Look, he only leads off the game once. You know yeah. what I mean? So I've accepted that I'm an idiot. I will eventually put on the comb of shame and just accept it because it seems to work here for whatever reason with Schwarber batting leadoff. But yes, we will call ourselves out. Nothing we give you is going to be manufactured and fake. We don't need callers. If you want to roast <laughs> me in the comment section, have roast at away. it. Yeah, Renee and I don't take ourselves too seriously at all. Uh, and it's all fun. You know, the, the vibe here, I see people saying, get a desk. I don't want a desk. No. The whole vibe of all city and PHLY. That's for nine to five yeah, in, a, in an office job. We're not sitting, that. <laughs> sitting around a living room. You know, somebody was like, oh, you're Honestly, lab. this is how I sit and watch games. Yeah. Because I usually have my TVs on and I'm, 
I've got the channels are quickly. I'm flipping back and forth from game to game. I have my computer on because I might be watching a game on my computer. I might have my phone, which I don't know where it went. My phone is nearby. I'm, I'm tweeting. I'm, I'm trash talking people. I don't know about you guys. The oh, only this thing that crack, we're missing, this crack right here. The only thing that's yeah. missing is our, is a beer, a glass of wine, a whiskey, you know, drink of whiskey, something to go along with it. But this yeah. is, this is how I sit every day in my living room. I have a sickness <laughs> with Twitter. I'm online way too much. My, uh, my wife would be the first to tell you that. Um, but you can always get us on Twitter. I personally am at J E Lynch J R. Uh, so it's like at J E Lynch Jr. Renee, yours is Renee P. Wash. And then please, please follow our Philly, our PHLY Phillies account, <laughs> which is PHLY underscore Phillies. Uh, you know, you'll find all the latest information there, our schedule, our guests, our podcast link, merch, all that good stuff. So, uh, you know, I'm a little bit of a sicko when it comes to watching games. I have to be on Twitter. Uh, because I love interacting with the fans. I love seeing what other fans are talking about. Did I miss something that was a huge talking point in the game last night? Uh, you know, you guys have great ideas and observations as well. So, you know, that interaction is is crucial to me as being a sports fan. And when I watch the game, I'm sitting there, do, like, sometimes doom scrolling, sometimes happy scrolling. Uh, but we love interacting with everyone, and we're going to be doing a ton of it. So please yes. join the party. And oh, yes... Yeah. Uh, my dogs are out. I was laughing at that. As I like Luke that Nichols comment. points out. Let me <laughs> as just... soon as you adjusted how you were sitting, it's like, who let the dogs out? Yeah. <laughs> so if this doesn't work out, I'm going to go hop on Feet Finder uh, in the six foot two uh, big boy uh, no. channel. I'm going to get on Foot Finder. My no. feet are okay. Um, no. So maybe I'll make some money there if this doesn't all work out. Uh, but yes, one of my goals in life was to uh, be able to wear flip flops to work and winning. Winning. So uh, I'm a, I'm in flip flops, Renee. And you'll you'll learn a lot of my quirky tendencies. I would say I'm in flip flops ten months of the year, okay. maybe eleven. I hate socks. Uh, my goal is to never wear socks. Oh no! See, I don't like bare feet. I think that's such a. So do you walk around your house barefoot? Oh yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. Oh, that's gross. Oh, there is something oh, so skeevy yeah. about you walking barefoot across. Like, I, I don't have carpeting in my house. I have some nice floor rugs. We have some rugs. Yeah, we're but rugs. But it's not the same when you're walking across the mm. bare floor and you can hear it. <laughs> oh, uh, oh, I already know how to gross Renee out. Nothing Day grosser one. than hearing flat, bare feet walking across the hardwood floor yeah. like claws. Oh, yeah. And it's, oh, it's so gross. Oh, well, that's my winter shoe is clogs. I said claws. Oh, okay. Well, I'll be wearing <laughs> clogs, clogs too. In, in the cold months, I go sockless and clogs. So I'm the complete opposite. I'm cold <laughs> all the time, and you will rarely see me, well, not in the hot, hot summer, but come like September, which is now, it's, it's time to start bringing out the leggings, the oversized oh. sweaters. I love some nice booties and scarves and yeah. My, my ideal wardrobe, hoodies, shorts, flip-flops. Let's go watch some Red October baseball. <laughs> I love it. That's my peak comfort. Uh, it, was a, it was a sweaty summer. I'm a sweaty man. Team socks. Team wear socks. Yeah, no. No socks here. I'm living the dream, baby. Uh, So you know who else is living the dream? Our friends over at DraftKings Sportsbook. Football is back in full swing. And this week one, it was drunk. It was wild. It was weird. Last night's game was out of control. And they've got you covered at DraftKings for every single one of those games. DraftKings Sportsbook is an official sports betting partner of the NFL. And new customers right now can bet five dollars on football and get two hundred dollars instantly in bonus bets nobody's missing out on the action this season all DraftKings customers can take advantage of two new offers every game day this September that is not a typo every game day this September there's going to be two new offers for you so check that out you can get in on the NFL action in week two with DraftKings Sportsbook download the app now and use code P-H-L-Y. I got a promo code for you, people. Use it. Don't make me look (laughs) stupid around here. P-H-L-Y is your promo code to sign up. New customers, bet that $5. Take home $200 instantly in bonus bets only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code P-H-L-Y. The crown is yours, and the birds are in action in two days. We'll get to today's lines in a second, uh, dealing with the Phillies and Braves. But if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www 
SOT1800Gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccp.org, O-R-G, not D, I'm an idiot. <laughs> Please play responsibly on behalf of the Boot Hill Casino and Resort. 21 plus age varieties by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. See sportsbook.com, draftkings.com slash football terms for eligibility, terms and responsible gaming resources. Bonus bet expires seven days after issuance. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Well, Jamie, that was a mouthful. That, um, but while, Issuance is a good word, I got to say. Yeah, and that as we're nice talking word. about week one, I know we were just talking about Team socks versus Team No socks. This is a Phillies podcast. Team No socks. Um, but that. it is important to know how you watch your games because if you're watching your games barefoot, yeah. I'm judging you. Oh, yeah. But anyways, Team socks over here, don't walk around your house barefoot. Oh, God. Um, no, they're so hot and restrictive and containing. Oh. No. But I know we're talking about football, and there has been some controversy in the ballpark. Friday night, we heard the Eagles chance break out. <laughs> and I'm curious to know what people think whenever you are at, and it's not the first time, whenever you're at a non-Eagles sporting event in Philly, it's a Sixers game, it's a Phillies game Friday night, and the Eagles chant breaks out. What do you think? Are you are you against it? Are you for it? I have some I have some controversial takes, and I'm gonna I'm gonna let you go first, Jamie. How did you feel when the E A G L E S broke out? Yeah, I, I saw Park. it become a conversation piece on Twitter. And again, this is the stuff why I love being online during games because I didn't hear it on TV, but I saw the people start to talk about it. Whether it's the beat people down there, and by the way, Charlie O'Connor is gonna be doing some Phillies writing for us on the website. You're gonna see some other contributors covering the Phillies here as we end the year so you know check out the written content because Renee I know you feel the same way the staff that has been assembled here if I wasn't sitting here in this chair I'd be following right now on YouTube and reading Zach Berman's work and Derek Bodner and Kyle Newbeck's work and Charlie O'Connor is a brilliant writer we have some phenomenal written content coming for you and the Phillies are included in that and Charlie's gonna be helping us out as we get off the ground here uh, and more to come TBD all that but believe me we have an incredibly talented staff uh, of writers so make sure you're checking out their work and supporting them because you know they are just awesome, talented people, and I'm so happy uh, that this staff exists because everybody here I have immense admiration and respect for, uh, and, you know, we're going to make this the place for your Philadelphia sports hub. We want to be your home. Uh, and, you know, I saw one guy telling me, uh, I sound like a caller on sports radio, buddy, just give me a couple days. We'll win you over, all right? Just, just stick <laughs> with us. Uh, but it's fun. It's exciting. We're going to do polls in the chat. Uh, we're going to be interacting with you guys all the time. Back to the Eagles chant. I think it's a Philadelphia chant. Now, back when I first used to hear it, it used to bother me. And I would be like, ah, the, the Phillies don't need to hear that down on the field. The Sixers don't need to hear that on the court. But it's, it's kind of risen above an Eagles chant. Yes, it's telling the players like, hey, if you don't step it up here, somebody else can have our attention now. But I think it's a Philadelphia chant. I was talking to a buddy of mine recently, and he was over in Paris, France, um, and he saw the War on Drugs, which, shout out War on Drugs, uh, awesome Philly band, and they were over there. And they said to the crowd, anybody here from Philadelphia? And my friend did an Eagles chant. Mm. And the band went, oh, wow, somebody really misses home, huh? <laughs> If the Eagles chant has become a Philadelphia chant, and there's not chance for other teams. So while it's used as a weapon against the players, I've come to accept it as a broader Philly thing and not Eagle specific. I'm down to like a 5% annoyance on it. It used to bother me a lot more. Now, not so much. Where do you fall on the Eagles chant at games? You know, I do think it has to be timely. Late in the game, tie game. Maybe not the best time, um, but as a former athlete myself, I remember we used to chant about our other teams as a way of showing, like, not only are we good at this sport, but we're also good at this sport, too. I'm not saying that's the case here at all, but I, I, it used to be kind of like, a, hey, we're beating you in baseball and soccer and basketball and football, yeah, and yeah. obviously Eagles are, much like the Phillies, a top team in their respective league. Now, I do think on the other side of it, maybe let's just 
come up with some other chants from other teams. The Eagles have a really, I, I love the Eagles chant. I've heard it break out in airports, bars, on the street. Yeah. My my family will do it. I've got as young <laughs> as like my one-year-old niece. Oh, is my like, four-year-old knows yeah, it. The yeah, the kids know it. Like it's something that, it's it's almost like our our hello, where we can just walk by someone and you, you just break out in a chant. You don't yeah. even have to, you don't even have to plan it. But I will say overall, at that moment, I, I didn't like it, I but I think you, I that it it's it has worn out at some points where people just say it and come up with a Phillies chant. And then also controversial take, but to Ooh, me it means controversy. Win more. Ooh, like the Phil the Phillies right now are one of the top teams across you're not Philadelphia. Hear it in a win. You're not going to hear it in a win. Yeah. You're not going to hear it in a win. It's no, almost not. like we're not doing well. We're not happy. So let's talk about the Eagles because they are the team right now that most of the city is saying is our top team. Yes. That we can rely on consistently. Yes. Sixers, and the Flyers have dropped off, obviously. You know, they're right there. right there. With chat championship aspirations, they're right there Bingo. neck and so neck I with the Eagles. I think it's almost a challenge, too, of like, hey, win more games, and we're, we're, we're not bringing out the Eagles chant deep into the, you know, into the eighth inning. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of people know. are talking about this right now in the chat. You know, John Cheeseboro, Red Me Dead. <laughs> and a lot of people, and I think we can all agree on this, the Eagles chant at a Philly Phillies game is a thousand percent better than the freaking wave. I hate the oh, wave. Banish the wave. the wave. Get it out of baseball. Somebody always yeah. messes up the wave. I want to curse. I heard that Someone in the background. Someone always makes up. Can I curse? <laughs> Fuck the wave. <laughs> Get it out of baseball. It's got no oh. place. Uh, but yes, it's everybody agrees on that. To go, yeah. it's, it's it's over. It's tired. I will a thousand percent. I would do the Eagles chant every single inning, top of the inning, bottom of the inning, instead of doing one. One single wave, and I will die on that hill. The only part I don't like all of this. The only part of the wave <laughs> that I do enjoy is, is is kind of for the kids. You know what I mean? But then all the adults do it. Screw the, the kids. Day. Yeah, no. as MJ would say, <laughs> f these kids. Screw those kids. We're not there for them. <laughs> We're there to see runs. We're there to win. We're there for the excitement. I, I, you know, I'm over the wave. All the right, only so other thing I don't like is proposals. Of a way So I want to get to this. I know this that's your issue. Because <laughs> my heart, you know, like how the Grinch, his heart grew three sizes that day. Yesterday, I was so proud of Philadelphia and you maniacs in the stands. There was, and this couple, congratulations on your wedding. I guess. I wish you all no, the best. I don't know, though, Jamie. What the hell were you thinking proposing in Braves uniforms at a Phillies game? That is moronic. Do you know what Philadelphia sports fans are like. What were you doing proposing in Braves gear at a Phillies game? Well, their asses got booed. My heart grew two sizes. I Normally, I wouldn't support an engagement getting booed, but if you're dumb enough to be a Braves fan in a Philly stadium proposing, you deserve all the boos. You got a story for life now. Enjoy it. I wish you all the best in your marriage. I'm not the biggest fan of game proposals. They're also played they're out. They're, they're in the wave category. It's it's old yes. school. We're, we're getting tired of that. But what I will say makes it worse and what makes me question this whole... I don't know this couple from a can of paint, but what I can <laughs> say is... If your soon-to-be husband that you're going to start your family and your future with is dumb enough to think it's okay <laughs> to propose at a Phillies game in Braves uniform yeah. in, in, in Citizens Bank Park, I'm questioning everything about this relationship. You're yeah. already starting on awful foundation of, of not even not even sand. It's just a hot mess to begin with. So I, it's, it's, it's cute to do a proposal. It's cute to come up with an idea on like on a road trip. You're doing a little vacation. You want to propose. But to do it in Citizens Bank Park. Not the best decision. I'm questioning everything about that couple <laughs> and I don't know you. So, so does that ugh. make me a bad person for loving the boo of the marriage proposal of these no, idiot Braves fans? No, because you know what? We need to let these people know about themselves. Yeah. And if we, if we applauded that and gave them a standing ovation that Hell means no. we're co-signing and encouraging this awful behavior yeah and I don't, i'm not one i will tell you about yourself if like jamie i don't like that you don't wear socks i'm gonna tell you about it well renee if that's you're not proposing gonna change in so you better accept Park, it. i'm gonna tell you that i don't like it <laughs> but to sit in like yay that's so beautiful no it's not <laughs> screw that it's with the wave yeah so but look i will say whenever you are trying to get to games and you want to cheer on the phillies you want to cheer on the eagles you want to hear 
the Eagles chant at the link. You want to see the Thursday Phillies win. Night. You want to see Philly fans and not proposals from Braves fans. You can always go to game time and check out those games. And we've got another code for you. And you know what makes it even better? All these codes are the exact same. P-H-L-Y. Use that code for $20 off your first purchase. Buying tickets can be stressful. I just went to a concert. It's a lot of really just planning and trying to figure out numbers and where you want to sit and it's a lot but game time does make it a lot easier to get the tickets you want so you can get to your favorite games cheer on your favorite teams see the fans that know how to act at the ballpark and not propose at the away ballpark and be able to enjoy the victory but there was a bright moment that happened at citizens bank park that i enjoyed what's that and that was matt olson's 50th hit when the fan Caught the ball. Kyle Schwarber runs this over. The The Braves um, were all trying to get the ball back. And I was kind of like, no, you don't get the ball back. <laughs> okay, full disclosure, don't let the dress and the fact I'm the only female on PHLY fool you. I might be the most... On camera. We have a lovely, yeah, lot of lovely I, ladies no, no, behind the scenes. I might be the most rude, disrespectful competitor <laughs> across this whole network, and I will claim that as well. Because when it comes to games, I don't play around like that. You hit in 50th, that's great. But you're away right now. You're not going to get the ball back. I'm keeping it. I have never... <laughs> I've attended hundreds and hundreds of baseball games. Never once caught a foul ball or a home run or anything. Uh, hmm. I know there's that, that nerd out there, Zach Campbell, who, like, you know, has perfected catching foul balls. Get lost, uh, first of all. <laughs> you're taking balls away from kids. I had one chance once. Uh, the pop fly was height-wise above the stadium. I was behind home plate, and it came down straight at me. And I got to say, I wimped out because I could hear it whistling as it came, and I kind of just pulled my hand. So that was my only chance at one. But, yeah, screw you. If that if that's a Braves, you can come barter with me. Yeah. Um, I have a Venmo. It's open, and you want your ball back. You just have to hit me with a little deposit, and we can make a transaction. I don't know. Screw Money you, talks. Matt Olson. Money you look talks. like a nice guy, Sending but screw Kyle you. Schwarber walks. I yeah. mean, it's very simple. <laughs> You're gonna, that was nice that Kyle Schwarber went over and, and promised to sign the ball for them in exchange. Um, well, that's because he's know. a sweetheart he's, of a man. He's, he's very sweet. We like Kyle Schwarber. We don't like the Braves. And uh, I don't know. That's an exciting moment for Olsen, but it happens in uh, Citizens Park. Yeah, he'll Bank be all Park. right. You'll be his, fine. His paycheck's hitting on Friday. He'll yeah. be just fine. Screw you, Matt yeah. Olsen. Let's get into today's <laughs> game. So normally uh, we're going to be doing post game tonight. So make sure... You know, with probably 9.15-ish, somewhere in that 9.15, 9.30 window tonight, Renee and I will be back live reacting to today's game. And today's game is an awesome one. Uh, right now on DraftKings, uh, excuse me as I, as I go through my notes here because I put it somewhere. Uh, I believe the Braves are minus 130 tonight, uh, meaning if you wanted to bet $100 on the Braves, you got to risk $130. It is Max Freed versus Zach Wheeler. The Phillies are plus 110, so the odds makers have deemed Freed, you know, the, the slight superior to Wheeler tonight. Uh, look, Wheeler and Freed, this is this is playoff baseball. This is it. This is for a series control, a four-game series, you know, a, a control here in a massive series for the Phils because they're still fighting out that wild card one. Uh, you know, Max Freed has been phenomenal so far in September. There's no way to sugarcoat it. He's he's down around a 2.08 ERA. He had a, and I'm going to do this in quotations, which won't translate to the podcast, but you on YouTube can see it, uh, a rocky month of August. August with with a 3.1 ERA in the month of August. So he's back into form. He's dealing right now. Zach Wheeler has been great lately. And this is a great sign, Phillies fans. He he's taking those ace balls and running with them. And I meant that metaphorically and physically, like the actual baseball. Uh, <laughs> but in two of his last three starts, he has 10 strikeouts. He looks like he's really getting primed and ready. Uh, for the playoffs here, and look, you know, we talked about the bullpen earlier. Aaron Nola and Zach Wheeler, we can talk about hitting, bullpen, all that. When it comes down to it, if those two are locked in and dialed in, you know, the Phillies probably have an advantage over most teams. The problem is we haven't seen them dialed in consistently. Zach looks like he's hitting his stride. Aaron is going to have a huge game tomorrow. Uh, he's had some bright spots lately, a little bit of inconsistency. Uh, but right now, if Zach Wheeler can go out today and outduel Max Freed, it's not only going to make us, the fan base, and all you maniacs on YouTube feel a little bit better, but I have a feeling, and I'm only speculating here, 
it's going to fire that clubhouse up because this isn't Zach Wheeler versus, you know, an Ian Anderson or something. This is ace on ace September baseball. The Braves have clinched. They're mm -hmm. a monster. Mm -hmm. But right now, Zach Wheeler has a chance to go out today and, and really kind of put them on the table and let them know what's up and have his teammates kind of feel that that power again as you're getting close to playoff time so it's a great matchup today really looking oh, yeah. forward to it and i agree with justin i think it's coat is how you say your last name i'm so sorry if i said that incorrectly that we have a chance for a great old-fashioned pitcher's duel tonight yeah. i mean like you said this is the feeling of a playoff matchup and it sh will be a playoff matchup as things shake out i mean but you're looking at tonight after splitting yesterday you know we we can talk about the bullpen all day we can talk about the hitting all day but i agree it's the pitching that's we're going to be keeping an eye on tonight and the fun part about everybody that's like where's the Phillies talk is not only do you get this hour of this show we are on again later tonight for that post game show Jamie was just talking about so today's a, a double whammy it's it's a double header for us here as you get this show and you get a post game show later as well that we get to dive into everything that happens tonight as we are going to be watching and then giving our initial reactions in our post game show because this pitcher's duel is going to be fun and uh, honestly every show that we have is going to be fun you're going to get your Phillies talk you're going to get some other things as well because again sports just allows for other things we're going to be here with our drink of choice maybe some snacks we'll be chatting up about the game and having fun doing it yeah Sean Melody says this is an NLDS game one preview and, he, and he's not wrong it really could no. be uh you know RC Burroughs says he's taking the Phillies run line tonight for plus 210 uh on the one and a half run line there so you know we'll talk about the lines that's a big part of the storyline we'll get into all that stuff but Renee you get to see me fresh off of post game and <laughs> And I'll probably be controlled these next two weeks. You know, I'm not going to get too high, too low. But come playoff time, you're going to see uh, you're going to see playoff Jamie. And playoff Jamie can be an emotional roller coaster. Uh, some highs, some lows. You know, we'll laugh, we'll cry. Uh, but I'm really looking forward to those pre and post games come playoff time because uh, you know, look as we've talked about all show. It's there. It's, it it is, is there in that clubhouse, the capability of winning the World Series. You need to get a couple things right. Sir Anthony, Alvarado, uh, you know, some of these guys. Taiwan Walker's been struggling a little bit lately. Uh, and right now on the YouTube screen, you're seeing the division leaders. Those Braves, they clinched like four games ago. It's absolutely ridiculous Insane. how good they are. But the Phillies... Still have the lead in the wild card, as you're seeing. Phillies, Cubs, Diamondbacks, the Fish, the stinking Marlins, who I hate. Ugh. The Braves ruined my childhood, so screw them. Uh, and then Gabe Kapler and the Giants <laughs> and, and the Reds there. So this is going to be a tight wild card race. You know, Milwaukee is, is leading the Central, uh, but that's a tight one there with the Reds and the Cubs. That's going back and forth. The Cubs are only two games back of the Brewers. So, you know, we'll update you every day on the wild card standings uh, and how much this is fluctuating over time. I really do believe that the Phillies are going to be the top wild card spot. Mm -hmm. Unfortunately, last weekend, you know, you might have said, oh, well, they lost the series to the Marlins. Normally, I'd go, oh, no big deal. It was a big deal. And Rob Thompson's fingerprints were all over it because the Marlins ended up taking the regular season series yep. seven games to six, which means... If they meet in the playoffs in the wild card round, those games are down in Miami, not at Citizens Bank Park. That was a huge series this past weekend. It was really unfortunate, uh, you know, that they, they kind of squandered a great opportunity there. I'm not going to lie, Renee, that one pissed me off. Well, it makes it worse that you're up three and, and you drop that game. I mean, this is a, a closeout win the series. And as you talk about, every game now has playoff implications. Yep. So if nothing else, I don't care how tired you are. I don't care of any of the little details. You finish out every play. There were some plays that seemed a little bit... Um, uh, for lack of a better word, just too casual, yeah. you know, and, and honestly, at this point in the season, you need to be treating every single play like this is a play to help you win the World Series because yeah. it is to help you get there. And to see the way that they lost that game, lost that series, and as we were talking about, I know somebody said in the chat, for whatever reason, we don't play well against the Marlins. I don't know why the Phillies always no. seem to struggle against the Marlins, but that is frustrating. And then to turn around and then lose game one against the Braves – 
again, frustrating. But that's why I'm happy that they responded well in game two and just to see how the, the Phillies have been able to bounce back. And I, Rob Thompson was saying it feels like guys are catching their breath. I know when Mundo Sosa was doing like the pulse check thing after the game. Yeah. Don't catch uh, your breath should be caught. And Mundo Sosa <laughs> could do no wrong because he gave my niece an autograph ball on Sunday. <laughs> so that man is aces in my book. Um, but yes, you're right. I mean, ultimately, yeah. you know, um, a lot of people uh, online uh, are asking questions about where you can find all this as we wrap up today's show. YouTube Gamer, yes, about an hour from now, the YouTube show is going to be turned into a podcast for you. Renee and I will be tweeting out that link. If you want to search in Spotify and Apple Pods and Spreaker and all the other million podcast hosts in the world, you're going to be looking for PHLY Phillies podcast you can find our account on twitter we'll be active there at phly underscore phillies uh, phly underscore sports i believe ali am i getting that right my <laughs> brain has a lot going on these days so follow us on all the socials we'll give you our you know schedule as we go here we're going to be following this team living and dying with you guys and this team chris miller giano egm jason ed wright all you awesome people here day one you're going to have a special place in renee and mine's heart uh, as we live and die with this playoff run coming up renee i'm so freaking excited I can't wait for Red October. I can't yes. wait for tonight's game. The Phillies and meaningful baseball are back, and it's here for a long time, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Well, last thing I will say is, much like you talk about how as you know, the next couple weeks go on, we get closer to the playoffs, they're going to see the, the playoff for Jamie. Um, uh -oh. This is also, it's like we're, we're just getting to know each other. It's like the first date. You already know I'm so, on FeedFinder.com. Yeah, like, you know, we're, we're going to so ease into this. big but... boy husky feet. <laughs> Find me on FeedFinder. Blow it up. The stink, yeah. As this show goes on, you're going to almost, it, you're going to be annoyed with us. You're going <laughs> to laugh with us. You're going to cry with us. You're going to scream at us. We're going to scream back at you. It's going to, it's just going to be a nice family, a Philly sports family, as we're just talking through chaos and all the fun of Red October and postseason. So we're easing into this, but there's so much more to come. Yeah, and I'm and excited for how this show is going to continue to evolve. Absolutely. Especially and all the shows. And Barbara Carroll's asking, yeah, each show in town is going to have a one-hour daily show, which is then turned into a podcast. We're going to be doing social media stuff. You're going to get the union show up and running. You know, we have big ideas for the future. Let us get situated, and we are going to be, hopefully, we're going to win over your hearts and souls and be your hub for Philadelphia sports because as the DNVR people are learning this is the best I'm going to curse one more time. I'm not going to do it all the time. The best fucking sports city in the country, and we're going to prove it to you, and we're going to live it with you, and I cannot wait. We will nice be job. back tomorrow, 10 a.m., am I right? Well, after post-game tonight, yes. yep, 10 a.m. Yeah. tomorrow. Post-game tonight, 9.15, 9.30 probably with the new era of baseball and the quick games. But we're going to be here 10 a.m. tomorrow doing the show with you. Up on the YouTube screen right now is our schedule this week. And it was a fun first show, Renee. Sorry to weird you out with my feet stuff, but uh, it's not going anywhere. Oh, it's fine because I have plenty of weird things <laughs> to throw back at you. This is just the beginning of many more crazy things that yes. you guys will get to learn about us and that we'll get to uh, have fun sharing. But yeah, many more shows to come. Tune in tonight after the game. Let's come back after a nice game three. Talk about it, react. And Jamie and I will be breaking it all down with plenty of Phillies talk coming your way here on PHLY Phillies Podcast. <laughs> Y'all silly like the mayor.